0: Please do not To infinity and beyond. Oh, come on, Spider-Man. That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney.
1: Welcome back to the Cinematic World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the cinemania hero hour show we talk all things uh comic book and superhero media i am joined by some special guests from the cinemania world team first we have from geekly goods we have leo back on the show here leo how you doing
0: hey i'm doing good man i mean we've recently had multiverse of madness come out i think there's gonna be a little bit of split in opinion here in the room but, man, I'm doing well. Glad to be back on the show and talking some superhero media. Man, CW, they are just putting stuff on the chopping block, and I'm loving it. Like, trim the fat, get to the best shows, <laughs> Superman <laughs> and Lois. Leo, you didn't watch that stuff anyway, let's be real. <laughs> oh, dude, I watched Naomi. I, I got, like, three or four episodes in. And it was pretty bad. But, yeah, anyway, I I, I'm glad to be back, bro.
1: yeah very nice to have you here man it's been it's been a while so it's good to hear from you again we are also joined from the cinematic world team we have from uh nightmares we have tyler here again tyler how you doing
2: I'm doing great. Uh, I guess back-to-back shows, because we just did The Nightmares, so I guess the I'm nightmares just, you
1: know, last night. It was I mean, I'm hard. enjoying
2: it, you know, superhero stuff, horror stuff, both of those are my jam, so I'm excited to talk some, I guess, recent comic book movie, comic book show news between Multiverse of Madness, whatever that entails, and then CW, mm-hmm. and then probably some other stuff in between. Either way, a lot of fun, you know, well, some of it might not be as fun, we'll see, <laughs> like, divisive opinions, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> uh yeah for sure and lastly we have from the Cinder world team we have pat here on the show uh pat how you doing man welcome
2: uh,
3: back. i'm doing great i'm so happy to be back talking to you guys again i feel like it's been forever mm-hmm. um but yeah a lot of exciting stuff's been happening recently um a lot of different opinions it should be fun
1: uh yeah yeah so let's get into everything so today there hasn't been That hasn't been like a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of news, like groundbreaking news, but we do have a couple of topics to kind of get out, you know, to start the show with. Uh, We're going to get into some Multiverse of Madness. Then, of course, you heard already, we're going to get into some of the stuff going on with the CW shows. Uh, Then we'll take some questions that I've gotten throughout the week, and we'll go from there. First, we have uh, Multiverse of Madness that came out last week. Uh, Fans have been sort of divided with this film. Here we are again. I'm sure that you guys aren't used to this happening all the time when it comes to comic book movies. What else is new? (laughs) Uh, Movie came out last week. Uh, Quick thing before we get into our discussion. Spoiler warning for Multiverse of Madness. If you have not seen the movie, the hell are you doing, man? Get on that. Um, And (laughs) we're going to get into some of that. And basically, I just wanted to ask the generalized question of, what do you think comes next after Multiverse of Madness as far as like where does this story kind of go? What do you see happening with Doctor Strange? Um, what do you see happening with Wanda? I don't think she died in that in, at the end. Um, and yeah, where do you see the overall MCU going with this Multiverse stuff? So I'll start the panel here with Leo. Let's get let's get going to you. Where do you see everything going after uh, Multiverse of Madness?
0: Oh, man. Well, what a loaded question. I mean, it could go a multitude of ways. It could totally lead up to Secret Wars. Um, In terms of where we're going next, I totally thought Thor Love and Thunder, uh, but that is just the next movie. You know, I think to be honest with you guys, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the ride at this point. And, and look, I have my opinions and thoughts about Multiverse of Madness. I didn't think it was great. Didn't hate it, though. Like, I really loved some things about it, but just had some really big things that irked me about it. But I I think that the MCU, regardless of what happens, has a bright future. Mm. And I don't think this is the end. And I kind of had seen some discussions online of people saying that Marvel is starting to lose steam, and I heavily disagree. This movie does prove that, Marvel movies, especially with creat- or, uh, excuse me, with directors like Sam Raimi, can really, truly be imaginative. And I'm looking forward to really incorporating more directorial styles into these movies and just getting some stronger directors. You know, I, I really hope that we're headed for Secret Wars in terms of a narrative and a storyline. But, yeah. hey, wherever we go, I'm happy to follow at this point.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I definitely would agree. I th- I don't I don't think that the MCU. I would agree with you. I don't think that the MCU is losing any kind of steam or anything. Um, and I and, and I am kind of just want to see what they what they have going next and where they kind of go with this overarching story here. Uh, let's go to you, Pat. Next, as far as the MCU, where do you see it going um, from here? And where do you what do you see? What do you think is going to happen with some of the bigger characters that came out of this film?
3: Uh, So I'm definitely on board with what Leo's saying. I think we are eventually, um, I think it's going to be a long journey to get there, but I think eventually we are going to get some sort of multiversal, if it is secret wars type event Um, with the talk of incursions in this movie that immediately made me go, okay, that's the direction we're going. Um, And Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in general, I actually really loved the movie. I know I'm kind of on the further end of the spectrum than a lot of people I actually put it number eight in my MCU rankings when I first came out of the theater. Um, but I'm also a much bigger Doctor Strange fan than a lot of people mm-hmm. are as well. Um, so for me, it's just, I think Sam Raimi directed the hell out of the movie. I think it wasn't what a lot of people expected. And I think a lot of that fault lies with the marketing and with the kind of the the hype of this movie is going to be crazy. We're going to see all these different things. And it kind of wasn't that, but I I really didn't, want to go into it with that like when they started announcing all those things like mm-hmm. tom Cruise as iron man and deadpool and all these different things i'm like can we just make it about doctor strange please mm-hmm. and then that's what i got so i left actually pretty happy um but as far as where it's going next i think obviously it's set up potential now that we actually have seen even if they're variants we've seen x-men now in the mcu mm-hmm. we've seen fantastic four in the mcu so as eventually we bring those into our you Know 616 universe. Um, I think we will see something um, akin to Secret Wars for sure. Some sort of multiversal threat. Uh, if it's Kang or if it's it, if it is Doom, like in the comics, we'll see. But yeah, it, I'm very excited to see where they're gonna go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I, I'm like, I'm like right in,
1: not, I won't say right in the middle of you and Leo, I'm leaning more towards Leo, you know, as far as like. Um, my feelings on on the movie as a whole, Um, you know, I just want to touch on one thing before I get into Tyler, just, I I think, um, I think the reason why a lot of people went crazy with the cameos and stuff like that, and, you know, was going, you know, all the rumors of Tom Cruise and Deadpool and everybody else, I mean, you put multiverse of madness in your title i mean you gotta know what comic book fans are gonna how they're gonna what they're gonna start (laughs) like speculating and stuff and they're gonna start going crazy now if they had just said came out and just hey dr strange 2 then i would i don't think we wouldn't be getting all these kind of crazy uh these crazy ideas of like cameos and i think in the marketing when you lean to- so when you lean so much on Patrick Stewart yes, and you absolutely. lean so much on like on Captain Carter. Of course a bunch of fans are gonna like go nuts and speculate. What I don't what I what I don't like is after the movie came out, everyone was like, Oh, what, what I wish who I wished I would have seen in Doctor <laughs> Strange. I'm like, dude yeah, the movie, that was, been a mess the movie was a like lot of
0: fun.
2: Twenty thousand extra cameos. Oh, yeah. Hold on
0: now. We, th- there's an easy way to take care of that. The montage that was going on with him in America, where they were going through the different universes, sure. if they just did something like that, and it was just different people, like, I don't think that would have been too bad or interfere too much interference, but it would have been just cool to go through, like, different universes and, like, see a Deadpool, maybe Michael Chiklis. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and
1: you know, you know, like when I, when we were like, you know, kind of talking about the movie, that's what I assumed was going to happen. i I remember on on one of the shows I did with Hannah, I was like, "Oh, I think all the multiverse shit is gonna happen when they go through like all those different cities, And then you're probably just gonna see like you just going to see like familiar looking locations that we've that yeah. we known from other from other movies, say, like X-Men or something like that. Um, and then I I just presume be given because of what they were adapting here as far as House of M. Um I think another thing I speculated was like Magneto coming in. Um but I um yeah but like as far as like the movie that we got, um I'm definitely not too I'm not like angry or anything that nobody like like certain characters were in it. Um do I think like do I think I think cameos are fun. Cameos are cool, but I think I do I, I, I do like the fact that they focused more on the story at hand and they made it more about Doctor Strange and more about the, the uh, Scarlet Witch threat yeah. and stuff so Tyler how about you um, kind of where do you see this got kind of going the story going next as far as the overarching MCU
2: yeah i mean i kind of like i said i i i do think that there are some problems with multiverse of madness but i did overall like the film as a whole uh it's one of those things where you look back at the journey you know because of all the the films being jumbled around because of the covid delays it kind of puts into perspective like how they had to jumble around a bunch of different things because i mean with uh the way that the movies originally worked out, it's not, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, I mean, you were there, actually, when they did the Hall H, where they revealed the original panel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like WandaVision, and then like right after that, it would go into Multiverse of Madness, and then like right after that, it would be No Way Home.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: there were talks, you know, we saw the concept arts where they might have introduced America Chavez into No Way Home, and it kind of makes you wonder maybe that's part of why America Chavez kind of felt... Like she didn't have as much of a purpose in Multiverse of Madness as she should have, yeah. mm-hmm. um, because I mean I think it would have been great to have her be in No Way Home, and you know I would have been, that I feel like that would have been a greater cap off with the cameos in Multiverse of Madness than leading into the amazingness of seeing the Spider Men back on screen with Andrew and that's, Toby. That's a great point, but. But I mean, you know, they, it's, you, they only could do so much with what they were given because of the way that the jumbled mess of the timeline got messed up. But nevertheless, as far as talking about multiverse of madness, as far as where we're going to go, I mean, we finally got the mention of Clea at the end and the whole incursions like we've already talked about. And it seemed like they're going into the dark dimension, which is what it looked like where she was slicing open the, the hole in the in the world. I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess that we'll just see. We'll probably get some more tidbits of like, I guess, craziness. Maybe not to this maddening level, just because we're going to see probably stuff to do with more incursions, and cl- we're going to get more backstory on Clea. I imagine we're going to see Dormammu again, since they're related. Um, that could be an awkward reunion between Doctor Strange and Dormammu after all these years. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as Wanda, I mean, for her especially, I feel like you could go in like a multitude of directions. I mean, I don't think she's dead. Like we've already said, she could, I mean, she's, you know, she's too popular first of all, but second of all, I, I mean, she can do pretty much anything at this point. Like I'm sure she'll be fine. Um, I don't know where she would go next. I figure, I mean, I know they Wanda have that. Vision
0: season two. Sorry to <laughs> cut you off.
2: <laughs> I mean, that would be great. Say that, I, mean, I, love, I mean, I love WandaVision. I, I feel like, well, I know they're getting that, I like got a Harkness show on the way. Mm -hmm. I know that I know that Elizabeth Olsen was like already come out and said that she's not in it. But like Marvel actors lie all the time. So you can only kind of take what they say. I feel like at the very least she'll be in it, whether it be for like an episode or two at the very end, just to kind of like bring those two together. Um, that That could be where I guess we could probably see her next as far as in the somewhat immediate future. And the overarching storyline of the MCU. I mean, there's so many different things going on just because the stories are very fractured after Avengers Endgame. You know, a lot of people are either dead or doing their own thing or coming to to terms with their trauma after after the events of Endgame. Which is kind of the things I've kind of liked about Phase 4 so far is we're getting new characters along with so many of these other characters kind of going through... Their trauma, whether it be Wanda or Bucky, or I guess technically Loki in a sense, even though it's like a different Loki, and many others along the way. Um, uh, I mean, Secret Wars, I feel like that's definitely the end game, you know, no pun intended, but it's not going to be for a while. Like, there's still a lot of stuff to set up. We just got like a bunch of these different cameos and other appearances of new characters, variants, whatever. But there, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the seeds are planted. I mean, it's one of those things with. The Avengers Endgame, the Infinity Saga, like it took a while and I feel like it's going to take a while now. But I think Marvel fans have kind of, in general, just general speaking, they've gotten a little bit more spoiled after all the amazingness of No Way Home and Infinity War and Endgame that like we need to have it now instead of waiting another five to ten years for it. Which, I mean, totally understandable. I mean, just the, the expectations are so high and there's so many new characters. It's... It's exciting to be a Marvel fan, but it's frustrating at the same time because, you know, you got to wait for all this stuff to actually come into play. The, p- the pieces yeah. are definitely there, though. So I'm excited for what we're going to see. I mean, I don't feel like it's going to be anytime soon, though, say, as far as like any of these characters coming back. I mean, I can't imagine any of these characters coming back anytime soon. You know, America Chavez, you know, that's another character for the Young Avengers. Um, but I mean, it's none true. of them have really met. None of them have met it yet. So, I mean... We'll see where that goes eventually and eventually, hopefully.
1: Part of me feels like they're not even gonna like do any f- any like young Avengers project. I feel like they're just kind of introducing them, um, you know, in like small little tidbit kind of ways. Cause we even had the uh we even had one of the young Avengers that was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, Patriot. as well. Yeah. Um, and then we had, you know, I forgot I forgot about the you know, the low key variant and stuff. So I can't see them doing, like, a Young Avengers kind of movie and unless it's, like, a TV. I can see them doing, like, a TV kind of team-up thing. That would be pretty um, good
2: for all those characters if they would yeah. just go that way. At least in the beginning, if you want to give them, like, their own movie eventually. Yeah, yeah, um, that
0: could be cool if they even showed up in a movie together. Mm-hmm. And and it was just kind of a natural, like, like a natural coming together. Kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy where it was, like, they had to team up in order to do something that could be a little more organic and work a little bit better, I think, instead of yeah. like giving them full movie. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this happens in another one.
2: Yeah, I think more so we'll see in the future of the MCU, you'll be seeing like subsets of teams. You know, I mean, the Avengers as we know it just isn't a thing right now after Endgame. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be the, the deaths or just everyone's going through their own things, and then the, all the new characters. So, Valentina's I mean, I feel-
0: running around still. We well, still. That's, she's that's still what I'm saying. Dark Avengers and stuff. That's, that's what, what I mean. mean-
2: The uh, The
0: thunderbolts, thunderbolts, or dark
2: Avengers, and then you got the uh, the young Avengers potentially, the Midnight Suns potentially. So I feel like we're
0: oh my god, we're getting such sets of teams.
1: See, this is what I said. This is what I meant for that tweet that I put out. Listen, okay, so last weekend, everybody, like, I I put put out a tweet about which you know how when you're tweeting, you just kind of oh, I'm just talking, I'm talking to my friends and stuff, and then like, I'm expecting, (laughs) I'm expecting a few of my buddies to top in and kind of, kind of challenge me a little bit, like Larry and Pat did, and then I'm like, okay, you know, it's probably going to get like 10 likes, and we're just going to have like five comments over a little bit of a discussion, and then I'm going to keep it moving. So I go to bed, (laughs) and I wake up Sunday morning, and this thing has like 10,000 Likes on it, and then like five thousand comments. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I and then I look at it, and everyone's angry. Everyone's going crazy and nuts and whatnot. Oh, MCU fans, I just want the big team up stuff. Oh, and all these MCU fans are so ungrateful. I'm like, MCU fans, I shit on this damn universe like so much. <laughs> like on this show. What are you guys are you geeks talking about? And oh, no, why does MCU fans always want to rush everything? I'm not I'm like, what? And then, you know, Larry and Pat and everyone else, you know, they like their comments are blowing up and stuff, and and people don't even realize that both like all three of us are friends, you know <laughs> each other, <laughs> you know, and then I got one person in Larry's comment, like, yeah, fuck that guy. And I'm like, dude, he's like <laughs> one of my best friends. What are you talking about? Um, so yeah, so what I was what I meant is like pretty much what Tyler just said about all this shit going on. Where are we going here? And I know you guys are saying Secret Wars, and I know you guys are, like, you know, maybe that movie, but, like, I, people forgot that, like, Eternals, that Eternals end credit scene, we had, like, Black Knight and, like, Blade... Then and then in, in Shang Chi, we had Wong and Shang Chi and 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 his company. Then you know, then in like No Way, No Way Home. I don't even remember what the post credit scene was for. No, for, was, uh,
3: for uh, the Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah, so yeah, the
1: trailer, the trailer, and, right? And, then, and Venom then,
3: getting. was just at kind of um, popping you know, up, like it's just kind of like, oh,
0: we're cameos here. Yeah, then Venom came here, out of
1: nowhere in that yeah. one, and then <laughs> <Yeah>. and then <laughs> this, uh, and then at the end of this movie, you had this like. This horrible post credit scene of clear like, Doctor Strange, I need your help with the Incursion. I'm like, another fucking threat? Oh, did we all forget, too, that the Eternals just, like, lifted into the sky and vanished? Like, where is this going? There hasn't like, even
0: been a news report or yeah, anything. I'm, Ever- I'm, my
1: only concern with this universe is that they uh, there's a lot, a lot of new characters. There's a lot of older characters coming back. They're setting up some young Avengers. Like, you know, at the end of, I think at the end of, uh, the Hawkeye show, we had Kate, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye is kind of on like a land together or something. Uh, I think then it's, I think
2: it's Hawkeye's house. I think they were just at Clint's house.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Then like white vision is out there in the ether somewhere. Then, you know, we have like, uh, somebody said Valentina. It's like, Oh fuck. I forgot about Valentina. Then you have like Florence Pugh. There is so much going on. Moon Knight is in, is, is, is in Egypt doing something there is a lot going on and i guess like i'm just used to like these movies being so much more smaller than what they've become it's become like its own kind of beast the mcu because back in the day which is crazy to even say you know (laughs) every post credit was leading to the next thing as far as like together like you know like the end of captain america 2 was like like as far as post-credit scenes was tied into the next film and then the next film was tied in to the next film and then we have we do have new characters coming in like guardians and ant-man but then in their movies and at the end of those movies those are tied tied in to the events of these other things and you know thor ragnarok's post-credit led right into infinity war with Thanos's massive ship that's my thing i just felt like the 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 phases before felt more kind of connected and i'm not saying that the next movie i want to be is avengers 17 and i want like <laughs> two million characters i just i just want to know where we're, where's the directing because all these characters feel like they're going further and further away from each other more than coming together for An overarching story i guess that's just what i meant by that by that kind of conversation
2: i think it's just the double-edged sword of being a comic book fan because there are like literally hundreds of comic book characters in the comic books and they're just sometimes they're together sometimes they're not and you know there's it's just the struggles of having such a vast expanding universe is that There's just so many characters that it's hard to just keep everybody corralled and in the same story, especially for, I mean, over a decade. I mean, that's impressive as it is to keep so many characters in one continuous storyline without it being too confusing. And that is one of the struggles, I think, with phase four is because phase four kind of is almost like a reboot in a sense, because, you know, we've lost so many of the original Avengers and we've had so many new people kind of filling in those roles um, so I think it is kind of like a transition with phase four, which has kind of been kind of a rocky start. And I also think part of the struggles is the fact that they're introducing so much stuff because they have Disney plus now. Mm-hmm. So, so it's tough in that sense because, well, I mean, it's tough mm-hmm. even as a fan because you got to think you got to watch f- four or five Marvel movies every year. And then, which was already kind of crazy as it was, which was, it was mostly great. You know, I can't complain. Like I said, Marvel fans, I try not to be too, you know feeling too spoiled but you know on top of the three or four marvel films now you got to watch like four or five disney plus shows it's just a lot of content and so it's it's tough to keep up uh-huh. in that
3: sense story
2: the, the the
3: change the dynamic of the universe like having all, the all these extra stories coming in through the shows is just it's a completely different layout than the first three phases now because of yeah. that um so i think eventually i mean once we eventually see maybe a new Avengers team or we kind of have a moment where all these new characters kind of form a core that we can kind of anchor down in, I think we might, you know, get a better idea of what we're actually moving forward towards as a collected universe. But yeah, right now, I mean, I definitely understand the feeling that it's all disconnected because it feels very much that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you were saying, Dwayne, I don't think you're wrong in that sense at all. Like um, there hasn't been like a, a super direct, threat that we know of yet. We haven't seen something along the likes of an infinity stone or something that we can like sort of track throughout all the projects. We haven't seen anything like that yet. Yeah, we're like I a, really got to admit
0: that I I'm liking this angle though, because I felt like we were getting to a point and we we're still there. Yeah. Cause no way home is it, there's, there's the other two Spider-Man Toby and Andrew. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Dr. Strange there's cameos, the Illuminati, I'm okay with these movies focusing on these characters for once, because once we were at the Infinity, like towards the end of the Infinity Saga, everything did blend together. And I was cool with that because it was cohesive, a little easier to follow. But it started taking away from some of the personal stories with these characters. I really enjoyed Moon Knight not having anything to do with anything else. I was very intrigued by just following the the adventures of Mark Specter and personalities yeah. along with Kung Like it was very I refreshing. Would much rather, yeah. It was like it was something nice and unique. And I think the first three phases where we led up to the Infinity Saga was started to get so tied up. I'm okay with it taking a little bit of a different angle in this next big lead up and giving us a little breath of fresh air when some of these characters, the older characters getting tv series the newer characters getting movies and appearing in movies i like that like keep it a little self-contained and then we can get into some of the group up stuff a little later yeah yeah i
2: have i do have to wonder if maybe if they i mean they mean i guess mcu feige disney whomever uh maybe if they reveal like who the i guess the quote-unquote big bad will be for us to Mm -hmm. kind of worry about because i mean we saw at the very end of avengers that was like oh thanos is coming you know eventually you know it took like forever to get to actually seeing him you know thanos fighting the avengers but we knew eventually on the horizon that was going to happen and build up towards and it almost makes me kind of wonder if maybe that could be part of why they moved up Ant-Man Quantumania, if Kang the Conqueror is going to be the big bad since they moved it up. Come, they Which, that's it next well, year. Hold episode, on, wait, right? wait,
0: We're, come on guys,
3: Mephisto!
2: Oh,
1: yeah. No, that is,
2: oh my God. I mean, I I'd be down why. to bring him in somewhere. I mean, it's...
3: at this point, he wouldn't be a threat. He'd just be a joke now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, it was fun to speculate. I mean, I still have fun yeah. joking about it ever since WandaVision, where it made the most mm-hmm. sense. I guess yeah, also but... in the sense of a lot of that speculating with WandaVision was kind of like what ruined a lot of the, like, not the hype per se, but that was like the beginning of the end for the beating to death the speculation theories of who's going to show up. Because people were thinking, you know, Reed Richards is going to show up in WandaVision, Mephisto, <laughs> and some other random characters along the way. Oh, and that, they and set that, up and
0: like that Oh. They set up to call, talk about an engineer. And yeah, I, 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 I Paul was talking, and they were trying to be. I, I was really talking
1: sneaky. about this with Hannah last week, as far as like, because we were getting into the discussion of speculations being if people are upset with the lack of cameos and stuff like that. Um, one thing I was like, listen, I don't think anything was really promised when it came to No Way Home in this movie, but wandavision i mean you don't dangle an x-men from the fox universe in people's faces and expect them not to want more from that as far yeah. as like well that's that's what i mean though like, that was like the yeah.
2: beginning of the, the the madness if you will where everybody yeah. needs the cameos or speculating this could person could pop up in this like you really didn't have that as much before wandavision
3: well, the pietro stuff was like is like extra frustrating now in retrospect because back then we didn't We didn't know for sure we were getting multiverse stuff. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, you so easily could have had that lead up to this stuff. Um, and it's one of those one of the big problems I have with Multiverse in the MCU right now is just Mysterio is like, oh yeah, you're this is Earth 616 and the Multiverse. And I'm like, so did he actually know that because a movie later we're opening up the Multiverse when that was supposed to all be bullshit. I
2: think, <laughs> so, I, I, I think he just got lucky. I think uh, he just very, I think, very lucky. I think he just winged it because I mean, we even <laughs> saw Easter eggs in the past where was it Selvig? Uh, he had that whole diagram when he was going crazy mm-hmm. in the nut house and he figured out that he was in the six one six universe.
3: Uh, yeah
2: <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, maybe just some people figure it out and some others don't. I don't know. but yeah, that, that is a good point though about mysterio and what maybe maybe if he does ever come back, we'll get some sort of explanation whether it be this mm-hmm. mysterio in uh, whatever universe you want to call it Sony Disney whatever. Oh, he's coming back or multiverse, you know, you could just bring a different uh, mysterio in as well.
0: Sinister sticks. It's happening, man. I not
2: wait for Morbius. To show. Right, speaking. Well, speaking of that, I mean, I guess, kind of semi off. Ta- you know, as a tangent, I, I've heard interesting rumblings that they removed the Spider-Man line from Morbius in certain theaters. So, that movie, good. That
1: movie, Sony Get has completely. They completely like just cut the neck of that movie. It's out of theaters. They took it out of theaters. They just they it made its little money. And they're just they're done with that, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm good for them. I'm proud of them. Quite frankly, <laughs> we got we got El Muerto and Craven and oh, yeah. I don't know K-K. what they're doing. I'm not even going to get into that. The El
0: Muerto, I'm sorry, Luke. I'm sorry. It, I gotta I gotta say,
1: it makes why? no sense. I gotta
0: ask why. Like, what are we doing here? Are we just <laughs> grasping for straws? Yeah, I mean, just it's kind of like all right, whoever we can get from the Spider-Man universe, mm-hmm. and okay, they let, let's be real. Oh, they they use Venom, they use Carnage. And now they're not instead of reaching for like Doc Ock or <clears throat> now that Doc Ock is done with MCU, not reaching for Doc Ock, Green Goblin, or some of the like hallmark Spider-Man villains, we're going for Elm. Where though?
2: I, I feel like you could also just use literally any other Spider-Man. I mean, that's the part that always has been kind of interesting to me that's as far insane. as Sony's approach. Yeah. Crazy. Because, the because, Jessica Drew. yeah, well, yeah, that too. But I just mean like a male Spider-Man. Like, I mean, you could use Miguel, Miguel O'Hara. I mean, that kind of, you know, he's a Latin Spider-Man. You know, that would be great. Even Miles mm-hmm. Morales kind of in the same vein if they want to bring him in the live action you in some shape or form, maybe like Scarlet I Spider, Ben Riley is
0: going that route. I think probably yeah. the first fourth movie will be live action or something.
2: I think there will be parts of live action in it. Definitely, hundred percent. I just feel like if you're going to just make more Spider-Man related content, like they have other Spider-Men, like that's like and they're popular. You know, Miguel O'Hara mm-hmm. is pretty popular. Ben Ben Riley's pretty popular. Miles Morales is exa- insanely popular right now. Yeah,
1: they. I think they missed the mark on on like a live action Miles Morales a little bit, um, only because because I was like, I was like Miles Morales in the span of like five years has be, has become like a pop like a pop culture kind of character with the movie and the game and like i i I recently was listening to that sunflower song for the movie uh you (laughs) know it has like over a billion views on uh on on youtube like one billion would it be and it's like and um and i'm like you like there's something with this character that people want it it's been it's been time to do live action uh, Miles yesterday, like it's been, it's been time right. for Miles. Like I mean, I'm
2: excited for Miguel O'Hara to get a bigger role in the upcoming sequel because you know Oscar Isaac is voicing the character, which is also great. But Spider-Man 2099 would be so cool to do in live action because first of all, it's in 2099. You can literally be far away in the future and it won't affect anything to do with whatever Spider-Man stuff they're doing. If they really mm-hmm. wanted to just go that route. Or they could just mm-hmm. do, you know, it's Sony, they could just put him in present day. Who cares? It would make no sense, but his name is Spider-Man 2099. Uh, but he's such a cool character. <laughs> it's just like, that is like the one that makes more sense to me than El Muerto. Because I, I mean, I'm <laughs> all for yeah. Latin ap- Latin representation. You know, that's great. You know, Bad Bunny's a, you know, he's a great wrestler. You know, like Dwayne and I know. So it's exciting to see that. <laughs> but I, for a character to have literally two appearances in a comic book, you know, comic That's books and they're going through the a movie. whole
0: origin story with this guy. And think about it, y'all. You know what they're doing, right? Y'all know what they're doing. They are leading up to a the Suicide Squad style team up called Sinister Six. Like you know, they're going with some goofy it's... Madam Web, Venom, <laughs> uh, El Muerto. Uh, who totally else is coming mad up mad mad in mad the movies? We got a and the the
2: weirdest Sinister Six ever put
3: together. Just put uh, Craven in a Spider-Man movie, please. Just let Craven be a villain to Spider-Man. That's yes, all I've please. wanted for years now. It's if tough. they
0: bring back Andrew anywhere, it's gotta be there. I yeah. mean, come on. Like, if we wanna reach and grab a Spider-Man back, please let it be in that Craven movie I... because we cannot take another movie without a Spider-Man. Look at Morbius, guys. <sighs> yeah. And Venom, can we really I mean, even if you Craven like is the going... first one, can you really say it Craven was great? Is...
1: Is gonna no. have the same fate as Morbius. I think they really missed the plot as to far as why, why Venom, the Venom movies are so successful. It's because Venom is like right on the cusp of like Joker, as far as like a popular villain that everyone yeah. knows about. Um, you're not gonna get that same kind of success with Morbius and Craven, and they wanna do the lizard, and they were <laughs> like, it's just really idiotic.
2: Venom really is easy. just like the closest like, to Spider Man you can really get without being yeah. Spider Man.
3: The yeah, fun of Craven is hunting Spider-Man. Yeah, so he's, if he's hunting, just hunting regular dudes. It's gonna like...
1: be, I, I guarantee he's hunting an agency or something that wants his his power or some stupid. He's like hunting player. Russell Crowe, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs>
2: yeah, or it's gonna be like his because Chameleons in it too, so it could be yeah, like, a, like a like like a spy versus spy kind of thing, maybe.
1: Ridiculous. Whoa. So, um, let's get into this C W. These C W. shows. That got canceled regarding some of their super. They, they canceled a lot of shows But as far as the uh, The uh, comic book <laughs> ones They they canceled Le- Le- Legends of Tomorrow They canceled Batwoman That was a while ago They canceled Naomi Which I heard was not very good I um, was, bad. was not a big I, fan of what I had seen Yeah um, I think they. I, I think that that's all I have as far as the superhero stuff. And then they canceled. R- R- Riverdale still remains. Still, still
2: remains. So
0: glad that Star Girl <laughs> is still around. And I, Superman and Lois, two great. Superman and Lois w- is shows. great. I'm
1: surprised that Star Girl is still
0: there.
2: To, to, uh, um, to be honest, I think they just forgot Star Girl was all like yeah. <laughs> <Hey, laughs> I like Star the show. Good, <laughs> well, I'm not saying that as like an insult to the show because I think the show is really good. But I just feel like it's been a little bit, and they kind of just forgot that they had the show, and then they'll be yeah. like, oh. Oh yeah, Star Girl eventually when we get another season. Okay,
0: Tyler, you'll be able to follow me here. I I don't like the seasons and all the episodes, but I'm so happy whenever there's a new Titan season. I'm like, yes, there's that too, yeah. more to pick apart. Like <laughs>
2: that, that show is a mess, but it's somewhat of an entertaining mess.
0: It's a fun. fun mess. I mean, it's fun to follow. So, ba- but so basically, I, I think-
1: this is uh this is this is just a CW the yeah. uh, the the merger the uh the discovery yeah. they came in they canceled a That's bunch it. of movies too like it was, it was Warner Brothers Wonder, was trying to do the Wonder, Wonder Twins, Twins
2: and,
3: oh my like, oh, God
1: no. discovery was like absolutely not it, like you know so they they canceled a lot of upcoming stuff that they were going to that were they were going to put in production as far as WB um, and I think I think there's an oversaturation with like superhero stuff right now. Um, and I think the best way to kind of limit that is to get rid of the bad ones, mm-hmm. you know. Like, there's no yes. reason. Legends of Tomorrow was fun for what it was, but I think it was going on like what season four, and I don't think it needed that. I don't, Which one are you talking oh, about? If
0: I'm not mistaken, it's uh, season six or seven. Seven was yeah. the like,
1: last one. I just about don't. To end. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think it needed that. Like, you know, it's just
0: there's a lot of none of them needed that. Flash you know, I
1: I agree, and I think that, that woman. Um, back when Ruby Rose was on that thing, like that thing was rough because they showed they played us like three episodes at Comic-Con in 2019. Uh, the Ruby Rose one, you know, you know, me, Alex and Christina went to that and we came back to the room like this was kind of trash. And, you know, <laughs> um, and the second season with the new actress it just didn't really get any better. I was happy for her, but it didn't get any better. Um, you know, I, I just think these shows it's, it's like we're past the time of just making shit and content, you know, and I, and Naomi, man, I was like, this is some this is embarrassing. Some of these clips and stuff that's that's like be roaming around Twitter and I'm all like,
0: flash with that big this ogre is thing. Rough. I'm just like, I cannot stand this seeing is this rough, clip. Man. The Power Rangers looking clips. By the way, did y'all hear the reports of what uh WB Discovery wanted to do with like DC and Overhaul? Cause they they literally have been they they didn't say anything about the CW, but it mm-hmm. seems like with these moves, they're looking at these other things. Like one of them is that they they want like a Kevin Feige like leader, and that oh, they yeah, yeah vitalize yeah. Superman and Batman. They want more standalone stuff like Joker. I mean, if they come in and make some of those changes, DC could be looking real fresh and in a really good direction up against Marvel. I mean, look, I hate to say it, but. Let's be real. Which one has been more financially and critically successful? The MCU. So they need to kind of get a little bit more of a track here. Keep the CW shows at work there. That's a great step. Now clean up that DCEU and stop all the fan votes and all this crazy, (laughs) crazy reports of the Snyder stuff going on. Just get things tightened up. Tighten up that shit.
2: They need to figure out what to do with Superman. I mean, it's too, it's been too long to figure, like, yeah. just waiting, twiddling their thumbs to figure out what to do with, like, a live-action movie version of Superman. It's, Henry Cavill has not played the role for so many years now. I mean, I think we're still kind of in the dark, whether they want him back or Henry Cavill doesn't want to be the character anymore, like... Just, you know, we've seen like in shadows with heads cut off in the screen, Shazam, (laughs) Peacemaker, like they keep kind of waiting around for, I guess, maybe Henry Cavill to come back or for somebody to make a decision. So I hope because, I mean, Superman is such a big character. I mean, that is like literally one of the most popular DC characters ever. Mm -hmm. And he's he's just literally sidelined other than, of course, the Superman and Lois show, which is great, Mm -hmm. but it's not the same as... A live action movie with the massive budget, you know, big blockbuster. I mean, I mean, if they want to bring Tyler Hoechlin over to the, you know, to the DCU, you know, more power to him But I don't know. Say Superman, you gotta get, you gotta get the things in order, and it seems like they're doing that, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people watch the DC, these CW shows anyway. The numbers kind of reflected that. So
3: I mean, I I hopped off both Flash and Arrow during season three of each of them. So I think season I've got to be like rough. I, I, I love both so so those at I, the start.
0: I made it all the way through Arrow.
3: Yeah, Flash.
0: Too. I gave up season four. I was like, no, I'm good. Um, I made rough. it through yeah. four seasons of of Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, about four of of Supergirl. I mean, I fell off of all these shows besides Superman and Lois. And arrow,
2: I, I what does still, that
0: tell you? There's a lot of r- trash in the, yeah. <laughs> and I hate to say trash, but there's just a lot of rubble. And that's in, what I'm saying. It's just like shows.
1: just you know, keep the good ones, keep the ones that people like and they're enjoying. Because I, I feel like after a while they were just like they were just renewing these shows, just because no, it's a CW man. We gotta just keep it moving and keep yeah, going. I mean,
2: so. Batwoman. I, I never liked Batwoman much since the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Legends Tomorrow was pretty good for a couple seasons. Arrow, Arrow was weird in the fact that it was pretty good for like a couple seasons, then got bad for a couple, and then it got good again for like one season, and then it sucked yeah. for the rest of the <laughs> time it was on, God, on TV. What a
0: weird trajectory. The, the Flash Arrow has, has had. been pretty
2: bad for a couple years. I still watch The Flash, actually, of all the shows. I mean, begrudgingly. Oh. I just like, I've already put so much time into the show. Like, I need to <laughs> see how it ends because we're on like about to be season nine, I think.
1: Yeah, my mom uh, my did. Did Savitar ever like, kill Iris? Oh, <laughs> no. God. Oh, my mom it. my mom told me like a year or two ago that she was like she stopped watching the you know flash and stuff whatever She's... happened even like like there i remember they were like they 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 do this thing too where they do a lot of spin-off stuff like wasn't there a spin-off show for Riverdale for that cat what was the character um I forgot the name of the show and stuff, but there was a spinoff for, and I don't even know where that went. That just kind of disappeared. Oh, I think I know what you're.
2: T- I think I know what you're talking about. But uh, it was like, the, was it like? Now I'm gonna. Now it's gonna bother me. But I know. Yeah, the, I, know what, like I know. I know you're not talking about. I know you're not talking about Sabrina.
1: Not Sabrina, the other chick who was dating but, one of them, and it was like, and it wasn't it like, wasn't
2: like Lucy Hale or one of them. Like it wasn't like there was like one of those. Sh- i've tried to not watch as much of these goofy
1: yeah, CW shows yeah lucy, lucy Hale was in it and stuff and it was, it was just a mess so i just like they just kind of so it seems like discovery um katie keen like, that's what it was. yeah yeah so it seems like discovery just kind of deaded all of this, just just trim the fat a little bit because you know i just i i agree i think it's i think it was i think it was a uh, time you know, oh,
0: guys, yeah. we got we got something we got to talk about. The Powerpuff Girls show is apparently still it's, on, it's fellas. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, did they not learn from that script, from Chloe Bennett uh, dipping out, everybody else eventually following? We're still going to uh, keep this train rolling? Come on. They're,
2: they're still making that Gotham Knights show, too. That was like one of the ones they're putting oh. in the place of all of those other Give shows. Give us the canceled. game
0: and, and bow out of that and
2: just leave it alone it's just weird to have so much bat family content on cw and it's like always that batman bruce wayne is usually either dead or missing
0: yeah because you got titans you got this show coming up which i'm like okay why are they even going to do this if if they still have titans so i'm going to assume either the next season or the season after is the last season by the way, I hope they keep up Doom Patrol for as many seasons as possible. Uh, I, I would take twenty seasons of Doom Patrol. <laughs>
2: Doom Patrol was fun.
0: I I really hope that if we're going to bring in the Gotham Knights, we bring Titans to an end. Like at that point, it's time to cut one of them off, and that will be the one to finish up next season or season after next.
1: Yeah. So um, all right. Let's get into let's get into some questions here. From the listeners, if you want to send us a question anytime, 617-506-3409 is the number. You can text us anytime with your thoughts on anything movie related, comic book, movie related, horror movie related, anytime. All right, so this person here says, What were you what were you guys' overall thoughts on John Krasinski as Reed Richards? I personally was not a fan. I thought he was very did Hannah send this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> yeah, secretly. Uh, I, I just, so they they said uh, i personally was not a fan i thought he was very flat um what did you guys overall what was your guys overall thoughts um i okay here's the thing so when okay so a couple years ago this is like when H- hannah like first got on the team I people were like, you know, this was kind of like a couple years ago, like 2020 or like 2019 or was like when those Reed Richards, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt fan cast kind of start started. And I thought, like, oh, I kind of dig it. I, I mess with it a little bit. And Hannah from the jump was like, no, 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 no. no. We <laughs> can't do this. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, why not? Then I watched his show on Amazon Jim, Prime Jim Video. Ryan. And I was like, this guy is so fucking boring. And I don't hold know what it—I don't know what on. it was. But that show, I got through like four episodes, and I said, I cannot handle a wooden lead. I just couldn't do it. And then I succumbed to Hannah, and I said, Hannah, I think it might be right. <laughs> and You know, this was like a year or two ago. And then this one comes out, and I was kind of spoiled by it going into the movie. Um, I wasn't like no one actually came to me and said, oh. Uh, John Krasinski's Reed Richards in the movie but I kind of put pieces together if you want to hear the story just go listen to our sport. just like go listen to the spoiler talk that, that uh, Larry and Hannah and I had so when he comes up and he's like hi Steven and he's like getting to his old thing <laughs> I was like dude like I'm, I'm not feeling it I, I don't like I think at the first time you're like shocked and I'm like oh this is crazy wow Reed Richards John Krasinski's here they actually did it but then after the third I watched I watched the movie four times now. After this third time, I was like, dude, I ain't feeling it, man. Like first of all, he looks like a geek because like they completely just made him look like a like a nerd the way he dies to Wanda. You know, him and Black Bolt were just the biggest the biggest geeks of all time. Um and then the suits are hideous. I said, what are these suits, man? Like I, I prefer the 2005 suits to these. I don't know what these are. It's, it's um, not as
2: bad as Fan Force Stick, but it was Oh, those great.
1: those were. Oh, those those like disagree, those, construct, those construction those construction worker suits yeah. in Fan Force Stick were terrible. So, with all mm-hmm. that being said, I I wasn't vibing with John Krasinski. Granted, he only had a few lines, but sorted like Lashana Lynch. I thought she was great. And, you know, so that's not really an excuse. Um, he probably had more lines, too, because of his whole spiel in front of Wanda. But <sighs> I just thought he was kind of flat. I thought he was a little bit wooden. Uh, I thought he didn't really have a personality. And then what really sealed it in my eyes was after I watched 2005's to uh, Fantastic Four, which is not, by, by by all means, it's not like a fantastic, no pun intended, like, movie, but it's a lot of fun, and everyone on the cast has charisma, and so did Reed Richards in that movie. And I was like, man, I like I like, I like Ian Grufford's Reed Richards so far more than John Krasinski's, because John Krasinski just gave me nothing. So uh, that's my thoughts. I don't know how y'all feel, but I thought it was very, I thought he was very kind of boring. I'll go to you, Tyler. Regarding John Krasinski in that role,
2: yeah, I mean, I kind of feel similar in a lot of ways to you. Uh, I mean, the fan casting—you know—it was an intriguing fan casting from the jump all those years ago. Um, just visually, I mean, if if he didn't speak, you know, that it seems like you know quintessential Breed Richards. But yeah, I mean, the line delivery and all that stuff wasn't particularly my favorite. I mean, it was—it didn't—he he, there was nothing there that really impressed me about his performance, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've always never been like a massive fan of the Fantastic Four in general, so it's hard for me to ever really get like super excited in anything that they do. But mm. I, I, I mean. I feel like that was kind of just put there for, like, fan service. Like, quintessential like, here is your fan casting, now we're going to cast our own Reed Richards. <laughs>
1: right. yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I maybe. Like, it, yeah. here you go, fuck, leave us alone. Because, I mean, maybe even that.
2: those reports that were coming out recently that um, potentially Daniel Craig could have either played him no. or no. Baldur the Brave. Because Baldur the Brave also could have potentially been one of the people that was in that <laughs> Illuminati. But I feel like Daniel Craig um, wouldn't sign on for, like, a Reed Richards role for any more than just one appearance. Cause he just got out of doing bond for an eternity. Oh, anyway. for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: So I feel like it was just kind of like a one and done kind of thing. I mean, you never know. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't be, I mean, if he somehow does get the role of the Reed Richards of our universe, I hope that he has better writing and better directing. I mean, hopefully he doesn't. I guess he could also just direct the movie because the movie doesn't have a director.
1: Yeah, there's speculation (laughs) as far as how everything's kind of lining up with him. He wouldn't wouldn't be
2: my pick. I mean, I figure with the casting of Jonathan Majors as Kang, I feel like that kind of means the character of Reed has to probably be someone of color just because of the connection. Just the connection of the two together. I feel like very
3: distant relations, though. Like like thousands. It it depends
2: on the the version, but yeah, I feel like it would be odd to think of them in that pairing. Like Jonathan Majors is like potentially the son, not the son, the father of a Reed Richards, which would be John Krasinski. I don't know. Just seems kind of odd to me. <laughs>
0: um, John yeah. David Washington, baby, and you would and, and that would be kind of agree. And you said Tyler,
1: like you was like, um, forget what you said as far as like you're not really you don't really care about the Fantastic Four right now. As far as like because everything that they're, they're in is kind of like you know what
2: have they and, given in pop culture like in the movies and, and shows and all that? That's really been as impactful. I think
1: that's why they shouldn't have did what they did with the movie. I think I think I said this last week. I said this last week. I said these Fantastic Four to this general audiences, they're geeks. Like right now, they are completely on an ether. No one wants them. We want them, but like I can't tell you the last time I heard somebody raving over like over like Fantastic Four. And that's because like the last movie was terrible, Silver Surfer bad, Fantastic Four was the, the uh, you know, the OK one was all the way in 2005, you know, so I think their first appearance in the MCU, even if it was just one of them <laughs> doing him like that, like, it was, that doesn't it make was it wild. that doesn't make anything better because he's a geek. He got shredded. like Yeah, a nerd.
2: That, that whole line with, with him and revealing Black Bolt's abilities and then getting him killed was kind of a frustrating okay. moment.
1: Geeks, they're both geeks. They both. I mean, it was great. Dude. A
2: line delivery for Wanda because that was one of yeah, my best, like ready. you know, ball dropped moments where she's just like, "Oh well, you're gonna be dead." So glad yeah. that Sue Storm can raise your kids.
1: <laughs> um. So let's go to let's go to you Pat as far as like your thoughts on John Krasinski. Out from what you've seen as
3: so it's it's a little complicated. I'm definitely not as negative about him as you guys are. I don't think he was terrible. I definitely mm-hmm. I agree with Tyler. I don't think he did anything that like really stood out as like different and interesting or like but I mean, at the same time, like you were saying, Dwayne, he only had like probably twenty lines of dialogue. most of it was just exposition about the incursion. Um, and I mean he did capture a little bit of the Reed Richards. Just blatantly just telling how it is scientifically, what's going on, not caring about the emotional aspects of it. Just being like, Stephen, here's the situation. You're the biggest threat to us. This is what could happen. And then with Wanda, I've seen the criticism that he you know, gave away Black Bolt's power. But at the same time, Reed Richards isn't the type of guy that wants to disintegrate someone with Black Bolt. So Mm -hmm. he would give the person a warning of a threat of if you don't back off, Black Bolt will speak and you will die. I mean, how was he supposed to know she could just instantly take away his mouth? Sure, he's smart, but he's not omnipotent. And for me, the these are all variants is what it comes down to for me. The Illuminati was all arrogant. That's part of the Illuminati's bag in the comics, and those are our guys in 616 acting like they know best. Um, they're all arrogant. They all thought that they knew best. Um, John Krasinski, though, for me, I think it's tough because – uh, he is a very capable director. I think he could direct a move, a good movie. Obviously, Fantastic Four. But I think if they were really going to pick him for the MCU, I think there would have been a more definitive. Like I just the other day, I was like, "Oh my god!" the The post credit scene should have been he wakes up from a nightmare he, seeing himself die in an alternate universe, and that's the cue to us that oh, this is our Reed Richards. But they didn't do anything like that. They didn't. Put, paint themselves in a corner where they have mm. to use Krasinski going forward um which I think they could have easily hinted that that's where we're going but they didn't um I think it might have just been a nice nod to the fan castings I think it's hard to, for me to really determine how much I liked him because of how little he was and he was a variant that could be you know Slightly different than our read. I think the costume, I, I don't think those would be our Fantastic Forest.
1: Lost, man. I hope not. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. It's tough to say because the other ones, uh, I mean, Captain Carter, we know Peggy. We know, um, yeah. uh, uh, why am I blanking Rambo? Um, we know, uh, we sort of, kind of, not really knew Black Bolt from the God Awful and Human show. Um, but his line delivery was fantastic. Uh, that one, I'm sorry incredible stuff incredible <laughs> stuff. incredible um but it, it's hard because he was the only one and obviously patrick stewart we have 20 years of patrick stewart yeah. he's the only one who shows up and it's like we have no relationship whatsoever to the and it's it's me struggling sitting there going it's jim it's jim from the office holy shit and it's, it <laughs> takes a minute for me to like register that that's not john krasinski that's not jim that is supposed to be the famous Reed Richards who we've seen in other movies. I do think it would have been more fun if it was, I'm awful at pronouncing his name, Jan Gruffed from the, uh, the I was thinking
1: that I was like, why just grab him and just have him come back all old and scruffled and gray. I think
3: that would would have been been great. Yeah. It would have been, I think if you're going to do it with professor X, I think you should have done it with him too, just as like a nice little nod to the old movies. And unless they were saying this is Krasinski going forward, if they wanted to introduce, you know, that the character of Reed, a variant of him that way, sure. But if we're just killing him off after like, you know, we're just showing him once and then we're going to kill him and then we're going to introduce a different Reed. It should have just been gruff I think that would have yeah. been like, I, you know, I, yes, the multiverse. No, sort of.
1: I was watching the, I was watching the, the original, Fantastic Four, and I was like, dude, I wouldn't have mind if they just gave him a call and like, hey, we want you to cameo and this, you know, I, I thought he would have been great, like an old kind of old man, <laughs> old man Reed Richard kind yeah. of you know, not, not not like he's like old an old guy now. Middle I mean, aged. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, he he has the scruffier look, and he's yeah. more like you know maybe like Jessica Alba died or something. I don't yeah. know. You could have done some cool things. It's like that. it's
2: kind of in the same vein. I think that they're going to obviously have another person play Professor Xavier because obviously yeah. Patrick Stewart is eighty one years old. I don't think he's going to be the. The professor x of the mcu i feel like it's
3: that's got a really- good 20 years left in him tyler 20 <laughs> years i feel
2: like it's kind of this. like say that was another one where it was like this is great for the fans so i mean i feel like they're not dedicated to some of the cat the cast that's on the panel i mean maria yeah. ram maria rambeau is dead in our universe so mm, yeah. they're not going to bring her back as far as anything other than maybe stuff that's set in the past so, I mean, you know, most of those people on that council, I mean, we'll probably see some sort of version of again, you know, Captain Carter will probably come back, much to Hannah's chagrin. Uh, <laughs> but Black Bolt, I mean, I guess technically are Black Bolt's hanging out somewhere. I mean, they're, they're, the Inhumans haven't been spoken of since their show, so... Yeah. Oh <laughs> but, I mean, I was I mean, shocked to see <laughs> so, I mean, them. I mean, they're out there somewhere, say, and everybody else... I mean, I, I do wonder how they're going to bring in the Fantastic Four, because that's the other thing, is how, where yeah. have they been this whole time?
1: <laughs> they 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 almost have to be, like, a multiversal team just because, like... I don't know because there's just maybe they're We're, traveling the multiverse and they come to six one six. I think figure
2: it's like that, or they're stuck in like the what, like what, like the stuff in Ant Man. Like they're oh, stuck the, in like, the, the quantum
1: the, realm. Yeah, that would be that would
2: be cool because that could yeah, be another sure. reason to bring up Quantum Mania to kind of be like, yeah. hey, Fantastic Four is coming because we've been well, stuck in the
3: Peyton Reed might direct Fantastic Four. Oh, don't I do mean, this to me. I mean, he wants to. So.
2: Don't
1: do this to me. I know Leo's lur- like, you know, he's lurking, and I know he hears the Peyton Reed talk. I can't do this.
0: Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind uh, Peyton Reed coming in to do, do that. Don't do this, please. Uh,
1: listen, now I'm like frustrated, because I actually would have liked... What's his, How do you pronounce his first name? Ian Grufford? I, I think Is it's that how it's said? Like Man, things. that would have been kind of cool. I think that would have been mm-hmm. much cooler. He had way more rain, way like he just, had way more personality to me, at least. Yeah,
2: I just think now I'm thinking it about cool. it. It would be so cool to bring in the Fantastic Four with Quantum Mania because of the fact that you know Kang is the villain. Kang is mm-hmm. a descendant of Reed Richards, and that could be a way to explain why they've been gone. Be, yeah, I and mean, yeah. that's one way to do it. I mean, I don't know if they're casting Moment. it, but. <laughs>
1: We'll see um, all right let's get into uh, let's get into some other questions here all right this person here says dr. Strange gloves or no gloves
2: <laughs> that's a good question
1: <laughs> I like the gloves look I, I want to be I want to see more of that you know it's fit with the comics. He, I thought I thought they were just kind of experimenting with it in Ragnarok to see if they wanted yeah. to use it, and then clearly Feige and whoever was like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> then they, you know, he, he got rid of them. But I I thought they were fun. I thought they were campy, you know. I dug it and stuff. I love so. them
3: in the comics. I don't think it works <laughs> in Ragnarok. It looks like he's wearing like. You know, like he's washing dishes, yeah. and I'm like, I don't, I don't really want that. I, I, I like what we doing.
0: I don't know. I like, the gloves I, like the
3: gloves.
0: I think it's a cool little touch. Like, yeah. all right, get us closer to the comics and yeah. we'll look a little bit closer. I if think they, it looks if good. they change
3: them, I'm cool. With it.
0: If they
2: make them yeah. look, like, if there I, was I, a reason I, for the gloves, like, then yeah maybe like
0: some black gloves or something like change it up
1: i can't get it get it out of my mind now as far as washing dishes or like doing some laundry and <laughs>
0: stuff.
1: It, it really does now looking at it um yeah Wait, real
0: quick i gotta i gotta say i did i i love the ree richards cameo um what? i actually really like krasinski but i don't want him to be the permanent choice yeah but I don't think he even got enough time, really, yeah. to give a performance or give enough. But I, with what we got, I really enjoyed that. I do think the costumes it was terrible.
1: To it terrible. <laughs> one, there I was somebody on there was somebody on YouTube who, uh, and like I've heard no one else talk about it because it's not like a big big issue. It's, it's like if you're obsessed with certain things, but there was a YouTuber who talked about how comic book movies and how like she, she was specifically talking about the mcu and how all their movies all their suits have these like these like excessive lines and stuff like that all throughout them and he was bringing up like the ant-man suit and he was bringing up the spider-man uh homecoming suit with those random blue lines all over the place oh yeah and he was talking and he was talking about that and then ever since i watched that video when i look at mcu suits I'm like, holy shit! Why is there a lot of lines in their suits? Because the Reed Richards outfit, there's just lines everywhere, and his arms are all lined up, and like, it's, it's like they, everywhere. it's like they don't want it to be solid blue. <laughs> and like sometimes less is more because that outfit was way. First of all, it was way too CG'd, and it was just like it was way too excessively too much. I, I, I
0: digitally inserted. Yeah, you didn't it, even see Elizabeth Olsen at well, all.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a fan. I, <laughs> um, Ooh. and then I, you know, I, I think, you know, obviously, you want to update. It seems like they don't know what to do with the Fantastic Four suits every time they have to do a movie. So then, of course, twenty, the 2015 one, they were like construction workers in those whatever outfits or whatever that <laughs> shit was. They and do then, with the X Men too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the X-Men they just, have, like,
2: they, new suits every movie, too, pretty much. They and, don't know
1: what to do. Remember those yellow oh, suits? The Dark, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix suits are rough. <laughs> terrible. Um, So,
3: yeah, I, I just... I
0: like the OG suits. I'm sorry. I don't oh, look like bikers. Yeah, the the, 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 the leather. left ones.
3: Quintessential yeah. 2000. I 2K, love baby. I, mean, I
0: love the suits that
2: the, the cast had at the end of Apocalypse that they Hell just, yeah. just yeah, absolutely snored in Dark Phoenix.
3: That was, <laughs> was great suits.
1: They were in like jumpsuits and dark. What was those? Like dark feet. Fiend- they Maybe. tried to do
3: like, the first class ones, but they looked terrible. <laughs> oh, I mean, did you see Mystique? Uh, well, give <laughs> we it a pass because they're like just starting out. But like that was like they went from what we saw at the end of Apocalypse, which was great. And then they went back to that and they all looked the same. I'm like, what are we doing? So, I, got, I finally got Cyclops looking like Cyclops. And then you did that <laughs> briefly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, it's a mess. The Dark Phoenix ones. i terrible. Look at them now; just terrible. Um. Okay. So, all right. Let's. So everyone agrees. No gloves, I guess. Everyone's no gloves. I, uh, I yeah, guess.
2: I think it makes. gloves. It, aesthetically, it would be okay without gloves.
3: Gloves <laughs> in comics. No gloves. Gloves in movies. <laughs> no gloves, y'all.
2: Maybe you'll get it, some gloves in the third Doctor Strange.
1: This person here says, "What do you think Discovery needs to do to compete with Marvel?" Bring back well, Superman. listen. They, there is. <laughs> well, I agree. There, there. I don't think there's anything they can do. I think Marvel has already had that longevity of just yeah. being like the kind of superhero cinematic universe, and the fans, like the casual fans, are all they eat it up every single time a new one comes mm-hmm. out. You know, they they are all along the story. End games box office is still like something that I just look at, and I'm like, how. Like three hundred and fifty-seven yeah. million I will never get that number out of my head. Three hundred and fifty-seven million dollars in a weekend domestic. <laughs> domestic. Like, a, like I think I think I think like when the Batman came out, it was like, oh yeah, four hundred million dollars worldwide so far. Like when it first came out, like the first weekend. And I was like endgame. Did that domestically? I think worldwide it was at like nine hundred million dollars. Like Good something God. you do, something right where when you connect all these movies and you add a bunch of stakes and you kill like half the characters that you know people would care about. You know the last film and people are curious as to how they were gonna be like come back and stuff. And I just don't think DC can touch anything like that right now. I think they need to just put some time in and just kind of like they did. They need to kind of earn their stripes when it comes to like their connected universe, because right now it makes absolutely no sense. You know, (laughs) yeah, Um, I don't think everything got
0: delayed. It was supposed to be their year. Remember, Yeah, we had that trailer come out and oh, we got four DC movies. Nothing. Yeah.
2: And I think and and I think uh, multiverse, too. And I, I mean, I don't know how their multiverse is working at this point.
1: Yeah, I, I think fans look at that and I just don't think I just think that you you just need to put some you gotta just relax and keep it slow and steady. Slow and steady wins the race. You know, you're not gonna get there first like Marvel, but you're gonna eventually cross that finish line. And um I just think they should have to they should they definitely should do what they are think as far as discovery goes. They're like, we need a Feige, and you absolutely do. Anyone who's saying like, oh no, you don't. Yeah, you do. If you want to keep this all connected and together, yeah, um, you get like, somebody like that, and it should not absolutely should not be a filmmaker, because um I, I don't think I don't think like asking like I don't know James Gunn to like create a universe is like not the best idea. Uh, it mm. needs to be somebody who has experience in all of, the, of all this kind of stuff as far as producing movies. Um, so I just think they have to they, they instead of putting putting all their eggs in one basket and throwing stuff against the wall, they should kind of just focus up. And bring Superman back. And that's what they said. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> Discovery was like, yeah, like, where's Superman? We want to bring him back. And I yeah. completely agree. They were like, it's, Warner Brothers was just doxing him for whatever reason. Like, it's, just, like, what it's just so
2: unfair because, I mean, I mean, I've never been a big Superman fan personally, but, you know, Superman is one of the biggest draws in all of DC comics, DC in yep. general. And it's just so weird how he's been sidelined because it's just like I don't understand the processing here like he is the like you know pretty much the first like big popular superhero from back in the or the golden age I mean
0: seriously yeah, I've great, got a, I've got a qualm uh, that I've had with DC for a couple years now where are my green lanterns Well that like, yeah, we, they have a, Thank you, Leo. they're talking about a movie mm-hmm. they they had this lineup years ago that was like a cyborg movie Flash was on there Green Lantern I'm like okay awesome we're going to rope these in None of that happened.
3: Yeah, None of it.
0: And not to mention the Flash movie. I think the second Flash movie was something completely different. And now they're going to have it essentially be there. Dive into the multiverse, it seems like. It seems like they're going the Flashpoint route. <sighs> well, so I, I just, I it's, think it's... we're potentially going to see a reset button. And hopefully that means we can get rid of some people. I'm not going to name any names. But hopefully that <laughs> means we can get to a fresh start. And like Dwayne said... Earn these stripes, man. Like DC has a wealth of great characters. I'm glad to see the Batman have success because it's like, okay, at least we have one DC tentpole character doing really good at the box office, getting his own cinematic universe. It seems like, all right, let's get the others back in this Superman, Green Lantern yeah anyone else i mean
2: i feel like <laughs> i feel like warner brothers before this merger they've kind of just well i mean it's very clear if you just look at the even the cw lineups and the shows that are on hbo max like the dc property in general they've relied so heavily on batman yep. whether it be well, even if he's not in the in the shows or in the movies it's the bat family of some kind whether it be you know nightwing robin um harley quinn you know joker like there's so much batman related media in general i mean there's so many other characters that you could spin off of and it would be pretty awesome for dc fans I mean, we've seen it with marvel marvel has had so many shows so many movies with like characters that are i would say less popular than batman batman is one of the biggest superheroes of all time along with superman and these movies with marvel are doing just as good if not better
3: you've got movies starring Ant-Man and Doctor Strange who were like C-listers to the general audience, if even like seven years ago. And now they're making more than than Superman. Like they're more popular than Superman. Like Marvel is staying true to the characters and they're, you know, letting the characters actually be themselves and they're putting them in movies and they're exploring lesser known characters. The guardians of the galaxy are like the, one of the biggest superhero franchises now. And dc has a wealth like leo was saying so many good characters that they're just refusing to like handle properly or give even a chance to shine like the fact they have put superman on the bench for this long says everything like they just Mm -hmm. are scared and they know batman is bankable they know he's popular they keep giving us batman over and over (laughs) and over and as much as i loved the batman and as much as i thought it was a great movie i'm like a Green Lantern had a shitty movie, but that is a whole like separate part of the universe you could do tons of movies and TV shows on. There's so many characters. So
0: many. And, so you know, many. I'm like, okay, we're going to do something with the Wonder Twins and Our Man uh, <laughs> before we do anything with Booster Gold. Yeah. Before we do, uh, well, now I'm glad we got Blue Beetle. Well, I'm like, I mean, it's Booster, like you're Booster gonna Gold skip was, over these hallmark uh, characters.
2: Booster Gold was in the last little bit of Legends of Tomorrow, but not that it, it was matters. In <laughs>
0: well,
2: that too, but it was interesting. Yeah, not people, control. most people, most people didn't remember, you know, Legends of Tomorrow stuff. But yeah, he was in, in it towards the very end. I agree, though, about Booster Gold. Booster Gold's awesome. Blue Beetle's gonna be great too. <laughs>
1: um yeah so i i I, just for me i think i go i go through this all the time as far as like what they were thinking when this first started they saw the success of one other universe and they tried to to capture that same thing without realizing why that worked you know so well and you know introducing smaller characters and stuff like that eventually like they're not gonna start like shun chi's opening right it opened to like I think the the movie opened to around uh, seventy or eighty million dollars, which is great. But that movie, like you, you start off kind of introducing the character, then you put him in with the other some other characters. Uh, then what they were doing for a while is that they were putting those characters alongside other characters after their initial movie and then the next movie would do a lot better you know because now fans are kind of getting used to that character Uh, you know and I think the same success is going to happen with the Shang-Chi and in Eternals as well and I think what they do so well is like um, they just know how to keep kind of the focal people important to the mainstream but then also kind of introduce uh, newer people I, I think like civil war is one of their biggest accomplishments on how you you do a complete movie but you also introduce two new characters regarding spider-man and black panther especially black yep. panther in that movie was so incredible and then it turned into a 205 million dollar opening weekend for black panther too. so you know so i i just think they do things uh, like really really well as much as as much as some of us would like harp on them including myself cuz a lot of times where i'm like mcu like give me something more or something <laughs> yeah. you know but i i think their success you cannot deny how big of a juggernaut that they've become over the years
2: i'd even say we, with doctor strange cuz the first doctor strange movie came out 6 years ago and like he's yeah. not had a sequel since now But he's been in the mainstream, you know, he's been a a focal point of so many Mm -hmm. of these movies in the in in between, whether it be Infinity War, Endgame, um, which, what I guess, Thor, you know, the yeah, Thor, No Way Home. Like, he's still Mm -hmm. been in all of this stuff to some degree, and I think that's a great way to keep these characters around without giving them their movie because I mean, there's only so many movies you can do every year, and so many shows you can do every year. So, I think that is one of the ways that. They've been able to build this massive universe and it makes it feel like the comic books, because comic books, you know, Mm -hmm. you'll have stories where some random superhero will come in and help the main hero of the show, you know, and then he'll he'll leave. And I think it's so so cool. cool.
3: That's a great point, Tyler, because like we've had Doctor Strange in those movies and he made decisions in those movies that literally then they were able to, in this movie, his next solo movie, mm-hmm. actually address the consequences of decisions he made in movies that weren't even a Doctor Strange movie. It was like, he gave the Time Stone to Thanos. What does that mean? What What is that going to do? And we address those in a later solo movie. You can still get so much mileage out of these characters in movies that don't have their names on them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um,
2: I, st- I still want to know where Mordo is, by the way.
1: Me too. Yeah, that was <laughs> see that that that's one of the things when you have like a shared universe as well too that you're 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 gonna get caught in a thing where like you know it, it's like I remember when the first Doctor Strange did come out and they set up Mordo was going to be you know, the new baddie and stuff. And so everyone presumed that the next film, it's going to be all Mordo, maybe even Nightmare and something like that. And stuff, it's going to be full, full, full on Doctor Strange. I know Multiverse of Madness focused on Doctor Strange, but it wasn't like a straight up, like going from Captain America 2 to Civil War. It was kind of like that, you know, in a way where the focal story is still Captain America, but it's more so... And it's more so like the MCU as a whole is, is the overarching story of that film. Um, and then because in this movie, it was so jarring uh when when they when Doctor Strange is saying the line that oh he mortal tried to kill all of us. I was like yeah. what? when we was that see, <laughs> we didn't see that I was like I was like we didn't see none of that. That's a little strange but that was very weird. Yeah you know it's just so
2: it's just that we the the last we heard of like the universe the MCU's Mordo is like he was you know he hates sorcerers and I feel like that yeah, would have yeah. it would have worked so well to have him integrated somehow into this the MCU uh, mm-hmm. version of him. I mean I of saw, course we, we saw one but you know, not our Mordo per se.
3: There yeah. was rumblings on Twitter. I'm not sure if it's true or not. Like I had no idea if it's valid, but people were talking about that. Apparently there was a cut scene at the beginning of this movie where he tries to take Wanda's magic and she kills him. And well,
2: that would have been interesting.
3: It would have been interesting, but I'm kind of going to cut it. Cause I think our Mordo and Deserve, as a character deserves better than just getting wiped out even though that's <laughs> totally what would happen if he tried but
2: yeah because even yeah. he didn't because the mordo of the other universe just never bothered to even try and fight wanda either
3: yeah he was just like no i'm gonna stay in here and give my vote
2: <laughs> right yeah yeah i guess it's gonna be jarring whenever he does leave that chamber and just sees the remnants of everyone
3: let him let him be the villain of doctor strange 3 he's such a good actor he's a, it's the character in the mcu is so much better than the character in the comics i'm just like just give him something to do yeah for right. sure i agree
1: so all right let's do one more question here before we get off the air everyone would one more things person here says could thor love and thunder be bigger than doctor strange uh, as so far I'm guessing, as far as box office goes, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go. I've seen i I've seen this question asked a lot on everyone on people's shows and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I'm gonna personally say no because I don't think this number came about because of just Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, this number, the majority for it of it came out because of the the multiverse of madness. You know, um, it was definitely more of a kind of teasing professor x teasing captain carter those tv spots were showing so much you know um then kind of teasing just a bunch of multiversal kind of craziness and stuff like that um i don't think personally if this was a doctor strange 2 and you know the trailers is all him and Mordo, and maybe a few like like you know introducing america chavez in here too i think it would have opened to like a hundred and like 130 or something like that i don't think it would have done 187 i think is the the final opening weekend domestically mm. so um i think it was more so the multiverse of madness over doctor strange mm. so with the with thor um given that he he is more of a he is more of a like og avenger and stuff um his his last movie did really well uh, mm. uh ragnarok opened i think around 1, 120 uh, 120 120 ish And um, so I I can see Thor Love and Thunder doing a little bit higher than that, maybe like 135, 140. Yeah, that's just where I'm at at as far as like, as far as that.
0: I think depending on how much they're going to use the Guardians, you could see a big opening for that movie. Mm -hmm. I think it really just depends on what direction they're going to go because that teaser didn't really give us a huge sense of where things were i mean it did drop us give us idea but once we see that trailer we'll have a little bit more of an idea of what we're up to here
2: yeah i think the marketing in general for thor love and thunder has been kind of weird just because we're we're like a month and a half away from the film coming out in theaters and we've Mm -hmm. only had that one little short teaser and we haven't really have any semblance of like most of what the story is going to be like we have a little little bit of an idea now thankfully you know we have jane foster now in here we haven't seen anything officially in a trailer or a poster of gore the god butcher christian bale i mean we have, we've seen like the toys like that's really about it at this point mm-hmm. um i mean i think like what Dwayne said i think the multiverse and the craziness everyone was going crazy over who could potentially appear and it did play into the marketing and also the fact that it had wanda you know wanda vision was a massive popular success and i feel like a lot of people were invested in her show and they wanted to see where her story would lead into next and i mean thor is also a very popular character i would argue that jane foster as thor is not as popular of a character but i'm excited to see where that goes just because i I like jane foster and the as thor in the comic books mighty thor but as far as like the mainstream mcu audience goes i mean we've seen the annoying like mcu people and I'm sure oh, they'll, they'll unfortunately the have their the thoughts about it as well.
3: Yeah, but, wait. <laughs> but
2: I, I, mean, I think the movie will do well. I mean, I would, I would be shocked if the movie didn't do well because you know it's a Marvel movie. But
3: I think it
0: might do better than Doctor Strange. Y'all, I, I don't know. In I mean, the long I run, really run know, or like but, initially,
2: or I don't know. Cause oh, the- in the
0: long run, in the long run, because I think we've got a summer release here. Mm-hmm. And we've got what Jurassic World, which is before it, right? Am yeah, I correct? Yeah, like well, a month before No, no, it's after.
2: Well, month before Jurassic World Dominion is June, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, it is. And then, okay, Thor, so that's a Thor month, month before comes out in July. Right
0: okay. Yep, okay, so it, it's got some breathing room, guys. I think, especially summer, there's going to be people looking to go to the movies. I don't know, My might top Doctor Strange. I'm, Who knows? I'm, I'm, but once we get yeah. more of a trailer. Hopefully Christian Bale's look is a little bit better than what we've seen behind the scenes.
2: I think that the next trailer will be a big indicator.
0: Yeah.
3: Ragnarok Ragnarok was so fun, and so many people just love that movie because of how fun it is. And like I love it because it's just fun to watch, and it's funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just think that Thor as a character now, he's one of the only original Avengers we have left. Um, He's become even more popular after Infinity War, where he was one of the highlights of the movie. Um, And I just think people, I mean, Taika Waititi now is a huge name who has a lot of fans. And I just think with the Guardians as well, I feel like it's going to do better than Doctor Strange. I mean, Strange had 100% was helped by the multiverse aspect and by all those teases and all the ridiculous casting rumors everyone was talking about. Um, But I just think Thor means more to more people in the general masses. Like, I just think it's going to feel more important because he's one of the only original Avengers we have now after so many new characters and so many like lesser, not lesser, but more minor characters to Marvel um, to have one of the original Avengers, you know, back in his movie. And it looks like it's going to be fun. I think people will, especially if it's really good and not polarizing, I think will make more than this movie. Yeah, I agree. I, well,
1: I kind of agree. I, 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 I don't know. I I, I think uh, I just think Doctor Strange. I, I don't think it was solely just Doctor Strange as to why, you know, we did well. I think it had a lot of variables as far as like, you know, someone mentioned WandaVision and seeing the, you know, the uh, the next chapter with that with, you know, Wanda's character and stuff and people, you know, because they because they didn't really say that she's straight up the villain in the marketing. Uh, no, no, you know, really. so it was still, it was still kind of vague on who the villain is, uh, going into the movie. So, you know, then going and seeing it is like, oh wow, Wanda is straight up. Cause even when I saw it the first time, um, I thought she was going to like lean into being villainous, but it was more so going to be like, they're going after someone else. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, but like a uh, winter
2: soldiery kind of thing.
1: Yeah, when she's straight up, like, listen, I'm coming for that kid. I was like, oh shit! So she, was like... <laughs> I was like, this oh, is her. Mind.
0: This is her being Love... reasonable. Yeah, I, I was it. like, oh, all things Wanda Maximoff and Scarlet Witch <laughs> about this movie that was fantastic, fantastically done by Elizabeth Olsen. Agreed. Also, not to mention, uh, she's doing all this acting with nobody there. Yeah. In the Illuminati scene. So good, man. Like, Mm. I I was really happy with where they took that character and how they gave WandaVision a real ending. Yes. Because, I mean, that post credit gave us a little bit more to go off of. And this gives us a nice ending to Wanda's arc, which she will come back. So,
3: WandaVision is even more interesting now to me as a villain origin story. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think it's even more interesting because of this movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, um, Shit, I completely forgot about the Snyder cut shit.
3: Fuck.
2: Oh, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it was apparently rigged. That was unfortunate. Yeah, I apparently the hey. Snyder
1: stuff was rigged at the Oscars. It was like some reports are saying it. It's not like deadline or anything, but a couple of people are talking about how they've been doing some analytic and stuff like that
0: i mean come on isn't no way home rigged too i mean weren't they all rigged i feel like like, isn't there in all of this i mean come on
1: i feel like it's
2: kind of a moot point anyway because it's not like they actually have like an actual oscar for the for the Mm -hmm. van votes anyway they'll tell you differently i know i've seen (laughs) that i've seen that because i mean even (laughs) though i even though i liked the snyder cut God it's just like, I, it's not is, like a legitimate award to, to win. God,
1: is Zach is an Academy Award winner. Don't you don't you see the Academy Awards? How they, how they, I was befuddled, man. Befuddled. I was like, wow, this kind of, all right. Um, so yeah, so listen, I mean, Academy, just don't do it. That's what happens. What you thought was going to happen. Like They probably, they thought like, oh, they're going to vote for uh. I don't fucking know, knives out or something. No, they're gonna fucking vote for <laughs> Zack Snyder, you idiots. Was,
2: wasn't like you know? Cinderella yeah, like it was two. Well, like, it was, yeah.
1: was something that happened. It was some <laughs> foreign movie with Johnny Depp, Cinderella, Spider-Man, and Zack Snyder's ju- I was I was how Wait, was What it? a bundle.
3: Yeah, and
2: it was like <laughs> the other one had like Dream Girls and uh The Matrix. oh (laughs) and
1: army of the dead that one too so So, more power to you but yeah apparently
2: it was it it probably won't come back next year those whole goofy fan voting things yeah how
0: did it beat matrix matrix was the original slow speed scene (laughs) Mm -hmm. and somehow it lost to the flash running which i mean was awesome let's be real but was it revolutionary in cinema no it was no, a cool I, scene yeah, I that's... it was
1: a cool scene but it's not it's not something like you know you know like when when you uh you know when Endgame comes out too like you know like when when you go home or like you know when you say like when the, a couple of months later when the movie's been on digital and stuff you know how many times you go back and like watch the portal scene and stuff like that <laughs> You know, like it definitely didn't remind me of that. You know, or or Infinity War when you have like Thor landing in Wakanda. Like, oh, I probably watched amazing. that scene a thousand times on YouTube and like Disney yep. Plus, and it's like you know, no, I like Zack Snyder's Justice League a lot actually, but like not. I haven't watched that scene since I watched the movie. Yep. So I was like, I mean, it was cool, but I, you know. I mean,
2: more power to them that they're that dedicated of a fan base that if they potentially could set up like fake bot accounts and do all that mm-hmm. crazy stuff to even do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, agree. So.
2: I wouldn't want to do that. So, I mean, I don't care that much, to be fair. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, um, all right, everyone, on that, with that being said, uh, that is it for this episode of Cinemania Hero Hour. Thank you guys all for listening, as always. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Tyler. Let everyone know when they can follow you.
2: Yeah, you can search up my YouTube channel, Tyler Calvert, for reviews, reactions, rankings, a bunch of other things along the way. And you can also find me on Twitter and
0: Instagram, and it's Tyler Calvert.
1: All right, and Leo...
0: You guys, come on over to YouTube, type in Geekly Goods in that search bar, and I'm the first one that comes up, guys. It's two Gs, a red, and a gray. Come on over to the channel, guys. We do basically the same content as Tyler, movie reviews, reactions, news updates, and all kinds of content in the Geekverse, guys. So come on by, hit that subscribe button, and then across social media, you can find me at LeoRydellGG. Thanks for having me on, Dwayne, guys. It's been a great discussion. Looking forward to the next.
3: All right, and Pat. You can find me on Twitter at this pat guy, and I can't really plug it yet, but I'm actually in the process <laughs> of starting my first YouTube channel. Oh, nice! Uh, All right. so it's All gonna right. be mostly he's gonna, like he's analysis.
1: Tired of, tired of being on Alex's,
3: huh? He was like, "I mean, fuck. I'll still be there." Of course. I love, I love taking over his channel. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. So I'm gonna dip my toes into that um, as going forward. But yeah, on Twitter, I I argue with people. I check Dwayne sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> About
1: it. tired of pat man i was like i don't want to do a show with pat man He's coming after me on twitter i'm just trying to vibe and everyone's attacking me i was attacked <laughs> um all right everyone you can follow me on twitter at cinematic 94 you can follow the podcast on facebook twitter and instagram at World. thank you guys all for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was pat leo and tyler we'll talk to you guys soon Oh, schedule for us. Um, uh, no Firestarter review. I didn't finish it. It's not. Oh hard.
2: man, stop! <laughs>
1: <Darn>. <laughs> it, it's it any happened. which terrible. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, Larry and I Larry. will be back to talk some box office. Um, you know, to see how Doctor Strange did in week two. Uh, and then depending on how the news is, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see about like world shows and stuff like that. Uh, this week, depending on what the news is like, so. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.